Hello all and welcome to the Hill Turn Podcast. I'm your host Isaiah Jackson Jr. And we're going to do things a little bit differently. I want to welcome our new, our newest member to the Hill Turn Podcast, Devin Lee Crimes Jr. He will be taking over with me. He'll be the co-host for the Hill Turn Podcast from now on. It will no longer be just me. Sometimes it will, sometimes it won't. But in saying that, we're going to do something differently today. Today will be Devin's introductory episode. This will be Devin's episode where he talks about whatever he wants to talk about, goes in wherever he wants to go into. So I hope you enjoy it. Devin's going to go nuts. We already know he is. So enough of me talking. Let's just go back and just go into the episode. everyone and welcome back to the Hill Turn Podcast. I'm your host Devin Crimes Jr. and we are a week away from this Sunday from WrestleMania Backlash. And that's right, it's no longer just Backlash. They want you to know this is the Backlash from WrestleMania. <laughs> calling it WrestleMania Backlash. I don't see what was wrong with just calling it Backlash, but I digress. Getting into it, I want to start with the main event from SmackDown between Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. And not only was the title on the line, but also Daniel Bryan's career on SmackDown too. And after every segment almost, every promo before and after almost every match, they would have a small segment just to let other superstars, you know, pitch in on who they thought were going to win. And I mean, it was worth the hype. It lived up to the hype to me. It was worthy of the main event. It was great. A-plus to me, and going into the match, Daniel Bryan comes out, yes, movement's going, that's always, you know, that that energy's always consistent, but when Roman came out, and you heard that new theme, I was like, this is a new era for him. He's already been making that, you know, transition towards, you know, a new era for him, but this was the final piece to me, because Shield broke up in 2014, and... After that, Seth Rollins, he had his own theme. Dean Ambrose got his own theme eventually. And Roman still was the only one that had like a shield type of theme. And it was just like, it was like, when you're going to let that go? And to me, that was finally like him letting go that last piece of the shield. And finally, like on like, it's just like him now, like he's becoming more complete. Him letting go of that, you know, shield. And... You know, he no longer wrestles with the vest anymore. And just like I said, watching him walk to the ring and Paul Heyman, you know, they both got this swag to him, which I don't blame him. I like his new thing. I'd be walking like that too with swag. And <laughs> it just, um, the match was great. And I couldn't help but think back to 2015, Fastlane, when Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan went at it. This was the to determine who was going to go against uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 31 for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I'm so glad they don't call it that anymore. <laughs> it's too much to say. And who would want to fight to go against that man is beyond me. But just looking back to that match, you can just literally see the progression that Roman has made just from even him walking to the ring. It's just a different energy. It fits him and it's great. And I'm really happy that he's at this point where he can just kind of just be himself in a way. Not saying he's just like a jerk by nature or anything, but it just feels more fluid. 
And like I said, the match, it was awesome. And if this was Daniel Bryan's last match with WWE for, you know, some time, I'll get into that in a little bit. It, it went off on a great note. And who would have thought back in 2015, some years later, Roman Reigns would defeat Daniel Bryan through a submission hold of all. I'm just saying, I just, I, you know, I was so used to just Superman punch, spear, one, two, three. And he, like I said, it just shows you how much he's added to his arsenal coming, you know, since coming back. And speaking of, I, you can see, you already know where Roman's going now. You got Cesaro down the line. That's going to be a great match here WrestleMania Backlash. And I can't wait to see where their feud goes. I don't see Cesaro taking the, the title from him just yet. But this is going to elevate both of them, especially Cesaro. He's been deserving this for a while now. It's long overdue. And I'm really happy that he's finally going to be in that main event picture. I'm hoping that he squashed everything with Seth Rollins. Hopefully. And he can, you know, move on to the main event, you know, going for the title. And like I said, I don't see him taking it just now. But like I said, it's going to be it's going to do great things for him. And they're gonna it's gonna be they're gonna put on some they're gonna put on a great match regardless. You can look back at 2015 when they went at it for the it was a tournament for the WWE World. I told you I don't like that that title because of that name. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship. That was a great match. Roman was nowhere near where he is now. And they also had a match in 2019 on Raw for the IC title. That was a great match. Roman was a bit more improved, but not to where he is now. And like I said, it, they, they put on great matches in the past. I expect nothing less from their match at WrestleMania Backlash. It's going to be great. And down the line, speaking of that, Daniel Bryan's contract as of today is up with WWE. And the question is now, what, what does he do now? And I personally, I just hope, he gets a chance to, you know, relax, recover, look after his health, and be with his family. And if he does choose to re- resign with WWE, I mean, hopefully it's a... I, I Well, not even hopefully. Obviously, it's going to be a part-time schedule. I don't see him ever doing another full-time schedule again. Not at this age. Not with, you know, the injuries he's had in the past. And who knows? Maybe even down the line, he may even work with creative backstage for all we know. But I feel like that's far down the line. And if he chooses to sign with another company, AEW, Ring of Honor, I I don't know. I don't really see that. But you never know. Anything could happen. But obviously, it's going to be a part-time schedule. And the goal will probably be to just push newer talent coming up. I feel like he's great for that if he chooses to do that. I personally don't want him to. I'm going to miss seeing him in the ring. He's a great, awesome performer to me. He spawned some entertaining matches, you know, all his career. But all in all, I just hope he can look after his health. That's what's most important. Be with his family. That's most important. And I just wish nothing but the best for him. The Heel Turn Podcast. And now going on to a different note, I want to get into the Raw Tag Team Division. And I'm just not feeling it. I don't really know where they're trying to go with the division. I can see what, you know, they, they do have teams, obviously. And I, you know, it's just like they take, they give you a team and then they take a team away from you. A give or take thing. And for instance, 
Let me get started. AJ Styles and Omos finally made an appearance on Raw since WrestleMania. And they're the Raw Tag Team Champions. They came out. They got interrupted by the New Day. Kofi was you know, saying how he won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 35. He still came out the next night on Raw and wrestled. Wasn't even on the brand of Raw, but still came to work, you know, after WrestleMania. And Omar said, you know, I had enough. You guys want some of the, you know, you guys want this work? And start match. <laughs> and your ma- the match pretty much went how your AJ Styles and Omar's go around goes. AJ Styles is on the defense for most of the match. He gets annihilated from the majority of the match. Finally gets that tag to Omar's. Omar's comes in, takes everyone out, lays everyone out. AJ Styles comes off his shoulders for a phenomenal forearm to Xavier Woods, and that's your match. And that's my issue. To me, I kind of seen that going. I mean, I didn't know exactly how the finish was going to be, but with those two, you kind of just know, like, AJ Styles is going to get just beaten up the entire match, tagging Omos, he flips the entire complexity of the match, and that's it. Now, the only way it would have felt a bit shaken up to me is if Omos started and AJ was on the, ap- on the apron. And then it makes you wonder, like, what would, cause, what would cause Omos to even have to tag in AJ? But that's the thing. That would create some uncertainty, you know. Or it could just be a bit bland because you would think, well, if Omos starts, it's going to start the way it ends. He takes everyone out. That's it. We have a newly formed tag team of RK Bro consisting of Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. I'm excited to see where they go. I... I wouldn't have paired them. I wouldn't have thought that would work. And I think that's the beauty of it. You know, some teams are like, how would that even work? And all of a sudden, you know, they start to click and things start moving and you get something great out of it. And recently, Mick Foley compared them to his tag team, Rock and Sock Connection, which consisted of him and The Rock. He was in his Mankind persona. And I can actually see that. Because you have on one hand... Randy, who's like the serious, composed competitor. And then you have Matt Riddle, who's the more loose, goofy, funny competitor. And, you know, in terms of that balance of the teams, I'm not comparing The Rock and Randy at all. And I'm not comparing Mankind and Matt Riddle at all. But in terms of the way those teams are balanced, I can see that comparison. And looking at that comparison, it makes me excited to see where that team will go. And I just know they're going to have great, oh, they're going to have funny spots, you know, either in the ring, promos and backstage. For instance, when uh, Elias and Jackson Riker were going to throw tomatoes at the New Day, they threw one and then he was trying, Elias was trying to hold back Jackson and you find out they threw him at Randy Orton. So you're like, oh, shoot, <laughs> what's going to happen? And then you, you know, you break the tension. You have Matt Riddle, he comes through on his scooter and he's like, hey, Randy. And it's like things like that. It's just, it just kind of just happened for those two, you know. And then you have, you know, Randy, you know, telling him to zip his mouth, give him the key. I mean, it's just little things like that. Like, I just expect, you know, those two, they're going to have great chemistry. It's just going to be a great, you know, opposite sides of the spectrum type of thing. And I'm excited to see where they go. It's going to be, you know, something, something to look forward to to see. And on the other side of talking about chemistry... Sheldon Benjamin and Cedric Alexander had a match with the Lucia House Party, and they lost. And after the match, Cedric Alexander was in the ring still. He was trying to get the mic, you know, going. And Sheldon was outside the ring. And Cedric just pretty much went on a rant. 
All right, Shelton. Shelton! Shelton, look at me! We went from being world tag team champions with the Hurt Business to this! Look at us! No wonder MVP and Lashley decided to kick us out. But no, let's be honest, they didn't kick us out. They kicked you out. It's you, Sheldon. I should have turned my back on you, too. You were the weak link in the Hurt Business since day one. So just like you, this team is done. I personally, I'm not for it because I already still disagree with them breaking up the Hurt Business anyway. And now it's like there, that was another piece of the Hurt Business. You're just taking, you know, taking apart. The only thing really left of the Hurt Business is MVP and Bobby Lashley. Now, if they, they do something to that, I'm just going to be like, why? What did you have to gain from that? And speaking and with Sheldon and Cedric, splitting them up, if you're planting seeds for them, you know, for Cedric to go on his own single run and you're going to build something from that, you know, maybe just put some more chip on his shoulder. And for Sheldon, I know he's, you know, he's a veteran. If you're going to, you know, build something with him going forward, I short term, short term, don't, I don't like this. But long term, if they're planting seeds for something bigger, something, you know, building up, you know, each other as they split, I'm fine with it. But don't just break up a team just to break up a team. It's like we got RK Bro and they're like, all right, that's too many teams on the division. Sheldon and Cedric, ah, that's it. You know, I don't want to seem like a give or take thing where they give us one and they take one away. So that's why I really don't know where they're going. Like I said, I don't, I don't really agree with the split. But if it's planting seeds for something, you know, better to come out of it, then we'll have to see. But all in all, I just, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with the tag team division right now. To me, it's just some things going that is really repetitive. And do they, we also do have things that have been added to shake it up a bit. But we'll have to see going forward. The Heel Turn Podcast. And now, going into the Raw Women's Division, I want to go into this triple threat match at WrestleMania Backlash for the Women's Championship. And everybody pretty much saw from a mile away that this was going to turn into a triple threat match anyway. When the match was set for Asuka and Rhea Ripley to have their rematch at WrestleMania Backlash, you just knew somehow, some way, Charlotte was going to be a part of this match. Whether she was in the match, making it a triple threat, or she was going to interfere, you know, make it by way of DQ. You knew she was going to be in the picture some way. And so, she had a match with Dana Brooke. She won, put her in the figure eight. She tapped out. She didn't let go of the figure eight, causing Mandy to come in, attack her. And Sonya Deville comes out. Charlotte tells Sonya Deville. Now, you've already made the right decision. So I'm telling you to do it again and add me to WrestleMania Backlash. Sonya, 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 make that courageous decision. You make a compelling argument. I know. The men have a triple threat match for the WWE Championship, which is why, Charlotte, I'm gonna add you to the Rhea Ripley versus Asuka Raw Women's Championship match, making it a triple threat match. And, I mean, I'm only upset because i already seen it coming. 
You already knew. As soon as she came back and said, hey, calling out the, you know, the locker room, you already knew she was going to be in this match. And I don't have a problem with her in the match at all. The problem I have is I don't want her coming out of it as a champion. Only because, I mean, don't get me wrong, Charlotte Flair is a great superstar. Like, awesome. She puts on top-tier matches. Great. I just, I mean, I just don't really want to see her. I don't want to see another Charlotte title reign right now. It's not, It's we've seen it before. Rhea Ripley with the title. It's something different. It's something new. It's something fresh. They hit. The, it's like hitting the refresh button. And you want to kind of stick with that freshness. You don't want to go, okay, look, here's a glimpse into the future. But also, the present is still having, you know, the present's still here. But all in all, it's going to be a great match at WrestleMania Backlash. I'm just hoping, like I said, I'm not looking forward to another Charlotte Flair title reign. Because it's something we've seen before. And I just... I'm looking, I mean, we're looking for something new, something fresh. And another Charlotte title reign is not new. And going off that, we also got a promo letting us know that Eva Marie is making a return to WWE. Didn't mean to make that rhyme. But I, from that promo, I didn't get the message that this is going to be like a whole new Eva Marie. She's been training improve you know it's gonna be different this time around i'm not saying that that's the case i'm not writing it off just yet you know you gotta believe in second chances sometimes so when you get to the third chance that's it but what do you think do you think even marie's gonna come back be more improved in the ring maybe her mic skills just different from what she left you know some years ago or do you think it's gonna be the same thing around this time and that's the case what was the point what was the point of just letting us know hey she's gonna be coming back so we have to see where that goes and where she fits in the division right now because i don't see her hopping right into the wwe you know women's championship picture just yet gotta see where gotta see where she is first you know in terms of the tag team division who would she tag with you never know. I mean, that's what's great about these things. You just never know what you're going to get. You may dis- be disappointed. Maybe astounded. We'll see. And with that, WrestleMania backlash, pretty much around the corner. We got one more week to go. We'll see how this SmackDown goes and how this match card for WrestleMania backlash fills out. We've got Roman Reigns and Cesaro for the Universal Championship. I'm hoping you know, you never know if something may get added to that. <laughs> Maybe they want to get into the, you know, triple threat that Raw is on. And then we have Bianca Belair and Bailey going at it for the Women's uh, SmackDown Championship. Hoping Bianca Belair retains and, you know, her reign, you know, continues. Still, you know, happy she, you know, got the victory at WrestleMania. Her and Sasha had a great match at WrestleMania. Hoping she can ride that momentum through WrestleMania Backlash. And we we'll also have, you know, another, our raw, other Raw tag team, uh, triple threat match with Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, and Drew McIntyre. See how that goes. That's just a big match of big behemoths, you know, going at it. And we'll see how the match card fills out. And I'm, I'm expecting a great pay-per-view. Hope, you know, I'm really hoping for a great pay-per-view. And besides, it's not just backlash anymore. It's bigger than that now. It's WrestleMania Backlash. It's not the same.
it's, it has some more, it has more spectacle to it. And so, that's from me. I've been your host, Devin Crime Jr. And I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.